0: We're back. We're live once again. Uh, it's it's Friday lunchtime, um, and I have he's back for more punishment, and I promise I'm going to be very nice to you this time around, James. Uh, the none other than the maestro of Monaco, the event impresario himself, Mr. James Clutterbuck. How are you, sir?
1: I'm good, thank you. Evil Nick Raven.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm good. Right. This uh, this this beard's chafing. I have to say it's quite yeah, it's, it's quite a, uncomfortable. It's a
1: hell of a look i couldn't i couldn't i, I couldn't do this <laughs> <laughs> we
0: well, have got the christmas tree in the background which is, uh, is, is... Say,
1: i'll have to find the Santa hat so I'll, I'll ask my daughter to bring a Santa hat and we can
0: uh, i can i can join in the merriment awesome good stuff uh claire is in the house uh hello miss parsons and we've got guy in as well good stuff um okay so uh, on with the show so we're going to go into our first segment which is uh, buy my stuff so this is where you get to introduce yourself james and just tell the world what you do who you are and what you sell basically
1: well, I, I do this literally every day on linkedin <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that people need to know too much more but um yeah my, my company bartley red is um a vip events company we do big events for um companies who want to entertain their clients and staff and stakeholders and whatnot at various big sporting events around the world in the uk whether that's british grand prix or royal ascot or wimbledon um or concerts or whatever it is we will organize hospitality for you to entertain your clients and customers in a in a very very nice way um, and our Big event is as you've just mentioned Monaco uh, Grand Prix. We have our super yachts down there, um, so that is our flagship event and the one that I uh, promote the most because it's the coolest, basically. So uh, yeah, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. We do all sorts of other things, but we're it on incentive trips and whatnot. But it's all uh, it's all very exciting and glamorous.
0: Good stuff. Yeah, it's spoken like you've you've never said that before.
1: <laughs> no, I- <laughs> My elevator picture, my elevator. Pitch. So, okay, uh, this is
0: uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, so hello, LinkedIn user. I'm not sure who that is. If anyone can let us know, Guy or Claire, who that is in the uh, the comments, there we've got as here as well. How's it going? Um, so this segment is uh, three word wonder. So, how this works is you guys out there in the comment section get to choose three random words, those words can be Absolutely anything. They don't have to be related to each other whatsoever. Um put them down in the comment section. Uh the more random the better. Uh and then what James has to do after the show is create a post based off of those three words. I'm not sure that's
1: the biggest challenge for me in the world.
0: Probably not. No, I'm sure you'll post
1: those three words and that's it. We'll do
0: it. Um, just Um, just get those get those get those words coming into the comment section now so get get the uh, comment section populated but there's many oh here we go here they come
1: that's that's right guy (laughs) absolutely right
0: Um, okay, so we'll come back to that later on. So keep those words coming in the comment section and we'll bring up the three winners of those three separate words. Uh, and we'll get James to create a post. Um, off of that, and you guys out there in comment land can get involved as well. You can also create your own three word wonder post. Just don't forget to use that hashtag, that VHS podcast. Uh, okay, so uh, real me this. Um, these are because uh, we've usually got a segment on the show that that comes a bit later, but because unfortunately James is running, um, this live off of his iPad and not his laptop because he's cheapskate. Uh, we can't do the duck hunt segment. I don't use laptops, do that's,
1: for the, <laughs> that's for the little people,
0: that's for the riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's we rough. can't use, we we can't go to the um, the duck hunt segment. So, what I want you guys to do is just populate uh, the comment section with any kinds of questions that you want to ask, the James. They could be serious, they can be silly, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, and then on to the post for the most. So this is um, James's uh, one of James's most favourite recent posts. Let's get this up on screen. So here we are. Oh, my! Uh, it looks like my DMs have been opened again. Is There's that a dodgy DM? Well, that is a dodgy DM. So oh, someone asked oh, me if oh, I want oh, to join oh, a pod. Oh. <laughs> um, <hilarious>. So his. <laughs> So th- th- it's it's quite uh, quite ironic actually that um, Claire's with us in the comment section because um, uh, I think she appeared in my first episode. She sent me a, a DM saying, "Oh, I'll be there." Oh no, sorry, I couldn't I couldn't make it today. But I'm my in-laws around or something like that, so she got to appear on my live and my my DMs. <laughs> well, here we go. Hogwarts equilibrium, uh, discombobulated, super expialidocious. That's flatlander one keep them coming uh so this is james uh james is one of james's favorite posts in this week and this is from the lovely jack Gatesford and the guys uh for the v21 team it's a it's a horrendous um christmas jumper uh post so what what did you like about this post in particular james
1: um i i, I know jack quite well from from linkedin and everything else i like his uh young lad i like his humor and self-deprecating stuff that he does it's just my sort of style of um of content i quite i quite like it it's uh doesn't take himself too seriously and he has quite a good little relationship with his one of his guys i think it's ross um there's the the ginger guy in the, the ginger fat um
0: <laughs> you allowed <have> to say <laughs> <and> that? thats <laughs> <And, laughs> uh, yeah, Sheeran looking uh, fat <laughs> But no, is um, I, I love
1: it. It's just the looks on their faces is just takes the the mech out of the, the 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 boring corporate. Have a merry Christmas. Very very standard message, and it's just the very just love the looks on their faces. It's sort of you know, I'm oh my, what are we doing here? And a
0: look of disgust
1: on Ross's face, with <laughs> hands on his shoulder, I just, I just a very—it's—it's—it's
0: it's, it's the hand on the left hand side as yeah. well, but they are kind of gla- clasping for each other's hands. Yeah, the the um the level of self deprecation in that is just is yeah, it's off the chance, and, uh, yeah, and we love a bit of self deprecation here. Yeah.
1: It's what all I've, companies should do, in my opinion, is is sort of not take themselves too seriously and just have show the personality, show they're they're humans, and they can have a laugh with it because yeah, the dull, the dull corporate stuff is. You just flip on by, but you'll you'll have a look at that and say, "What on earth are these people
0: doing?" So uh, yeah, I, I like that for that reason. Yeah, we're we we're we're, uh, we're very serious here, and we, we take ourselves very seriously. So there's there's no no self-deprecation whatsoever. <laughs> yes, you're right. Jack is awesome. Uh, he did our videos. Said LinkedIn user. Good stuff. Uh, guys, put shocked. <laughs> oh dear. Oh so right. This 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 beard is incredibly chafing. I'm going to have to move it down here so I can actually breathe yeah. and talk properly. There we go. That's better. <clears throat> okay, um, on to the next segment, uh, which is our. Let me just bring it up. Uh, pop quiz, hotshot segment. So I'm just oh, going to roll. No, be, uh, pretty, pretty no I think progress. I think I think you're you're quite a you're quite a movie buff. So I think you're going to uh, you're going to do all right it at this one. Here we go. Hot quills, hot
1: <laughs> that is disturbing. <laughs>
0: Isn't it? Isn't it? There's, there's, mate. There's plenty more where that came from. Trust me. A little, a little bit of sick came up in his mouth. Oh, nice. Alistair has joined us as well, and Mike is here too. Fantastic stuff. Okay, so you guys out there in comment land, you can get involved too. Uh, you can answer um, uh, these questions as well. So we've got um, ten questions okay. in a minute.
1: There
0: we are. Oh, he's got he's got his hat on. He means business now. Is the hat has gone on? Okay, right. Strap yourself in. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we here we go. Uh, what year did Sean Connery start in the James Bond movie Doctor No? I'll give you a clue, it was the 60s 1963. Oh, so close, dude! 62. 62. Oh. <laughs> Which film, written, directed, and produced by James Cameron, went on to become the highest-gracing film of its time? Avatar. I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I know, I'll give you a
1: clue.
0: Uh, Titanic. Yes, <laughs> 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 how many Oscars how many Oscars did the film uh, *Schindler's List* win? Four. No, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna give you seven. It won seven Oscars. I'm, I'm heading impressive.
1: for naught out of ten here, definitely.
0: Uh, you, you, sh- you should know this, although your your children are maybe a little bit. Um, too young for this but in the disney film the little mermaid what does ariel call the fork in her collection of human objects i don't know no idea it's a dingle hopper um what was the name of the character jack nickerson played in the film one flew over the cuckoo's nest no
1: i don't know
0: that either you don't know that okay okay (laughs) It was Randall Patrick McMurphy. Uh, Randall Randall P was. McMurphy. You see, you knew it. You knew it. Um, who played the voice of Dory in the film Finding Dory? This one's easy. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she not. also played Dory in Finding Nemo. You must have seen Finding Nemo. No. The Bluefish in I'm Finding Nemo? <laughs> you have children. They must have at some point watched know, Finding bro. Nemo. <laughs> I don't watch the film with them, Nick. Not See, like look, a... guy, guy got it. Guy got Dingle Hopper. Good oh, lord! These... <laughs> guy, you
1: a loser. <laughs> Anyone uh, the knows un...
0: that is a loser? <laughs> the, answer, the answer. was Ellen DeGeneres. Um, which oh. actress? You should know this one. Which actress <laughs> won an Oscar for for a first real um, a first film role in Mary Poppins? Only two people have ever ever played Mary Poppins. Oh, I do know
1: this. Um...
0: He was alive with the sound of music. She also did that as well. Oh,
1: mine's gone back.
0: I know exactly who it is. J J Jimmy Andrews. Yes. Well done. Um, which plant was actress Uma Thurman named after in the film Batman and Robin?
1: Poison ivy.
0: Correct. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, which Indiana Jones film sparked the controversy that led to the creation of the PG thirteen rating? It's the darkest of the Indiana Jones films. Temple of Doom. Correct. Yes. Which actor starred in the 1961 movie, The Hustler? I know you know that one.
1: Uh, Paul Newman.
0: Correct. Yes, yeah, so he didn't do too bad. Didn't do too... I, I knew you were a bit Poor of a idea, movie buff. <laughs> so I threw you a, a few curveballs. But um, yeah, see, look, Peter got that one. Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, God, guys, but he knows he's a loser. <laughs> we like losers here. We're all losers. <laughs> I'm
1: <a>
0: loser, <laughs> okay. Uh, let me just get my bearings because I'm having so much fun. I've actually lost what part of the show we're on now. Uh, but we're not doing this next section because James hasn't got his laptop. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, our gratitude corner. Uh, so this is the part of the show where we get to be thankful for something. So I'm just going to roll the VT for that. Oh, no. Uh, have I missed a segment? Hold on just a second. <laughs> Hold on just it's a second.
1: A uh, it is a shambles. A it's
0: you throw me. That's why because we we've, we've missed one section. So uh, we're not doing that segment. Uh, we're doing the Back to the Future segment. Um, so let me just roll the the BT for that. You thought the last video was good. Check this one out. Roads where we're going, we don't need roads. That was me humming at my uh, my kitchen table, quite quite accurate, I think.
1: <laughs> too much time on your hands, there. Wait, way too, too much
0: on my hands. So, this is the Back to the Future segment. This is where James gets to talk about uh, exciting trends in business and where he thinks the future of business is going. So, what what is it you wanted to talk about in terms of that? Um, uh,
1: as we discussed off air, um, we've had a few um, tete a on this on, on online, haven't we? In terms of, um, I I think that we're we're hiring at the moment as a a company, and this is where it kind of comes from, in terms of a salesperson. Um, And I'm looking looking more and more at um, the person's sort of social media activity and are they active on LinkedIn or wherever it might be, but are they using social media? Have they got a good following? Um, Are they, you know, I hate the word, the personal brand in inverted commas, have they developed one of those? Have they, are, are they Are they try, are they dipping their toe in at least? Are they trying? Are they commenting on posts, blah, blah, blah? Now, if I see someone that's done that, they are going to be higher on my list of candidates, so to speak, than someone that hasn't. So I, I wonder, um, going forward, so maybe it'd be more, more for small, look at these medium size, whether someone's social media... Activity, whether that is on LinkedIn or wherever, but if you've got yep. some some level of following and activity, your worth to an employer will will be higher in terms of not only just just worth, as in we'd like to employ, but h- higher in terms of earnings because you yep. might pay someone a higher salary um because they they bring so much more to your business. Now we both have seen the power of of, of social selling and. And a few other people obviously that are watching this you know is if you can get it right it's very very powerful for your company in terms yeah. of just brand awareness and leads incoming and and you know just almost a free in inverted commas free marketing now it's not free because yeah. there's time and time is money blah, blah, blah. you've still
0: got yeah yeah but yeah
1: if you can bring if you can bring a salesperson in who's very very good at selling once they get in front of everyone that's one thing. Now, if they can ally that to being a marketeer for your business, which is what all the personal brand stuff is, if they, if you can, if they can bring that to, to their to their role, they become very, very valuable to a, to a company, um, yeah. and you would probably pay them more money um, as a result of that. So, I think it's just a a skill that that someone could have on their CV almost, um, yeah. as well as I'm qualified in. Or I've got a degree, or I've qualified in this, whatever, or I've got also got hundred thousand followers.
0: Yeah, be.
1: yeah. You've also got a that is a that is a major thing. So I have got twenty-one thousand followers on LinkedIn and bloody blah, 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 and that that could yeah. be something that is really attractive to to employers. Um, so I, that that's where I think. I don't know it will go that
0: way, but that's what certainly what we're we're looking at. So. Yeah, uh, well, well, we've yeah, we kind of predict it will go that way because that's what we do is we train we train C suite, we train um, sales, marketing, um, BD, everyone across those teams uh, to do that to become yeah. influencers in in their I, space. Um,
1: in, in old school, buddy, um, I've noticed. Alistair's, uh, you know, it, it used to be you know who's in your black book. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're a salesperson moving company to company, it's who can you bring with you? Um, and that's still an element of it for sure. But this is an extension of that, is who can you, what network can you bring with you? um yeah. is, is an answer, is you know, And I, if I ask that question for nine out of 10 salespeople, they'd, they'd probably say, I'm not really, I'm on LinkedIn, but I'm not really on LinkedIn. and I'll kind of look at it once in a while. And no one would be able to answer. Not many people would answer that question in the best way. Um, yeah. So I, I would—that would be my piece of advice. If, you know, especially a young salesperson or anyone really in business, so you're just starting out on your journey, if you can develop your back to awful personal brand phrase, if you can develop that, you'll become really, really valuable in the in the workplace
0: yeah it's um it's an interesting uh interesting time i think for for large um corporates you, you think like you know if you've got an employee base with with 500 people in it and 100 of those people are influencers they're going to eclipse or trounce any you know some of the companies that, that we're potentially dealing with at the moment and some of the companies that we are the, the millions of pounds they spend on ad spend compared to what they could be doing for free that will eclipse that on social Ooh. through their through those influencers. At scale is frightening, absolutely frightening in terms of it is, eyeballs.
1: And it's, it's a challenge for some yeah. companies, and I know and in my industry particularly, um, and I know my competitors are on LinkedIn. We use LinkedIn as we're on it. Um, but I know that their, their salespeople are not using LinkedIn in the way that I know it should be used. And I think it's because they're very, very tightly managed by what they can put on LinkedIn. Um, they're not allowed a personality, so to speak. And they're not allowed to have their view, and it's very, very bland stuff. Um, yeah. and I, I just don't think. It, it, I can't imagine it works for them. Um, whereas, we're we as we as a company are bang opposite of that. Obviously, I I can't tell people that work for us to behave on LinkedIn because I don't, don't <laughs> lead by that. example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, but our guys have their own tone of voice, and you know they don't try and copy me, but they're given full reign. And some of yeah, the stuff they they put on there, I don't agree. With, I don't agree with some of their views. But you know, they're people at the end of the
0: day, and they might attract a different crowd than than I than I will. So, and that's yeah, yeah that, that's that's something I've written quite a bit about actually in a lot of my articles in terms of um diversity. The more diverse your team is, the more you're going to appeal to a, a much broader subset of, of people, and the more people ultimately you're going to sell to because you're yeah. you have you just have a um a diverse uh, subset of people inside your team. It's interesting as well the whole um kind of personal brand discussion um we're, we're getting quite serious here but but if you have an organization that helps develop your personal brand if you, if you go into this and, and you don't have a, a following you don't have any real influence on social and you stay with the company and they help you develop your personal brand who essentially owns that personal brand is it the business or is it the person and then you're getting yeah, into a whole debate um i
1: i know um this has been a thing in recruitment um whereby if you're obviously recruiters, usually the recruiters were the first adopters of LinkedIn, if you like, and they're obviously all over it. Now, I I know this and it still might go on. that if, if a recruiter moves from one business to another, many, many times these people have been told to delete their LinkedIn account. Um, yep. And basically, that's it, because all the contacts you've built up are, are in the employ of someone else. So it's kind of it's a little bit in between you'll you know who owns data who owns the contact and there's always you know every salesperson will have a you know a non-compete six months you can't touch anyone from your previous company blah blah now whether that can translate into contacts you've got on social media i think is a really really gray area and i don't know if if that's been tested in law probably has i don't know what's the upshot
0: but i'm I'm sure yeah i'm sure it will come into effect um i'm sure it will uh, because you know
1: you know, if someone has builds up a massive following you know, whilst working for you, and then they go and work for a competitor, and that following they're, they're taking,
0: they're taking that with you, yeah. yeah with them,
1: you you can't please so. that, unfortunately. But you know, it's it probably a little bit just the good outweigh the bad on that sort of side of things, because you know, as long as you've got people always well, coming the, in.
0: The, the way I look at it, if, if you if you suck bad enough as a business to let that person go in the first place, that's probably your problem.
1: Uh, maybe but I, uh, this is something i disagree with you on <laughs> people people move businesses all the time you don't have to be a bad business for someone to leave you mm. sometimes you
0: know no, you don't but, but pay that pay that pay that person more money give them more seniority um, and reflect more
1: money a small business yeah. problem yeah. Like, yeah you can well, if you're a putsy 500 but if you're yeah. a small business of 15 people or 10 people you can't just suddenly say, oh, here's an extra 20,000. No, if,
0: if you've got, yeah, if, you, if you've got five employees and someone says, well, I'm, I'm you know, I'm taking my 25,000 yeah, followers and I'm rewarding
1: the rest of the team. We go, oh, well, he's got more money and I want, you know, it's... Yeah, I, but, I, but, I but then but then, then they social put... Social media myths that have been perpetuated. Yeah, propagated.
0: But then, but then they've put the work in to grow that following. So they should be, um, you know, um, uh, compensated for... Well, that's for what them, I'm saying.
1: Uh, it's like, if, if you do build your following over a course of say a year you're employed by someone when it comes to that sort of review at the end of the year as most companies do and say right what we're we going to do what's your pay rise you might you, you might say do you know what you you've built you've it, added ten thousand followers? it should be it
0: should be part of your kpis should be part yeah, of your kpis you, most... you've grown your followers by by 10 yeah. 000 this year it's like well okay then there you go there's more money <laughs> yeah, so I, I
1: think that that would be where it comes into it but I, you know i think
0: people just move
1: businesses move jobs all the time because you can't always find you know you can't a company can't always give someone what they want all the time um, no no and, and things like that wise it's just is yeah. what it is with a small company or a medium sized company i don't think it's necessarily a bad boss or a bad company i think that's another myth that's on most of the time people will move for more money and that's an absolute fact I don't buy in the bad boss thing at all. I think that happens sometimes, but most of yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, culture, culture, well, I've been, culture. I've been offered this job over here and it pays 10 grand more and I've been offered sales director. Yes, it's, okay, it's well, more, yes. Go with that.
0: Good, good luck. More, so, more money, and, More money and less work. <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's it's tempting uh so yeah i mean sometimes it does happen from a um you know sometimes you will get uh companies that that do have uh toxic cultures and, and people do want to leave them but, and and then, and, then, and then there's external factors as well like you know no one saw covid coming really that 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 will probably affect some industries where people have built a career in it and then suddenly they thought well is this is this career safe for me anymore shall i pursue another avenue in terms of um uh sort of career trajectory?
1: You know, there's loads of reasons people move jobs mm-hmm. toxic culture is one of about 18 reasons <laughs> so it, it's not as wide as i think the uh the influencers will may have us believe um if i'm honest but you know i think about it
0: yeah, I, I'm always, uh, I'm always of the opinion if you're going to say something, uh, back it up with data. Otherwise, it's just opinion. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Alistair's, but my thought is that we grow the sales team. We're going to have a social bonus on a quarter by quarter basis. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds. <laughs> I mean, as, long says, as, long as,
1: as long as as long as that following is a good following, because look, if we're being brutally honest, it is quite easy to. to to get a following on LinkedIn or have posts by just doing rubbish content, you know, your terrible polls or posting pictures of pet cats and all this kind of stuff. That that will grow a following, but it'll be the wrong type of people. But yeah. it has to be it has to be the right the right following, I would say. It's right. a,
0: a, it, there's a mixture in terms of your your meaningful network in terms of the people you actually want to target and, and sell to. Um, And then there is also network growth as well, because the network growth side of it, even though they're not necessarily people that will buy from you, they'll still champion your content and push it out to their wider network, which you might end up selling to. So yeah,
1: Most people that engage, I'm sure it's the same for you, most people that engage on my stuff, 99% of people will never be buying anything from us ever. Um, yeah but they they're support, just helping they're helping support content yeah they're helping
0: push your content out for you so.
1: out into the wide yeah. world and then you know the, the lurkers and all the rest of it will see it so yeah but there's a worth to it but i still think there's a it needs to be fairly strategic how will you build that that probably
0: yeah yeah everything has to every we always say every keystroke everything you do on social media has to have um, a, a revenue aspect behind it. Otherwise you're just yeah. messing around on social and making digital art, which is great, but it doesn't put money, money in the bank. <laughs> well,
1: that, that's the mistake most people make in buying. Yeah. I'm,
0: not,
1: I'm not an expert, yeah. my only stretch, but that's, a, that's the mistake most people make is they can't monetize, you know, their, their, their views and their reach and all the rest of it. And yeah, are you monetizing it well enough? And do you know how to? Some People are yeah. just afraid to sell, they're afraid to, to put a post up saying this is what I do and this is how much it costs because well, they're we, afraid we, that they'll yeah. get too likes and it won't
0: be any we, good. Yeah, yeah, um, we have, we, we have a phrase that, um, um, we say in uh, um, uh DLAs that the guys that built our, our system is that we don't sell to our network, we sell through our network, so we we kind of get them to do um our selling on on our behalf for us now i know you're a big advocate of still putting up um salesperson saying you know buy, buy my stuff um, but yeah, that's that's not something we uh we preach anyway we're going to move on to the next it's, segment all wrong. The <laughs> it's all wrong we're going to move on to the next next segment of the show which was the one that i did mention before which was uh, gratitude so i'm going to roll the vt gratitude gratitude gratitude, gratitude corner. I have
1: to lean <laughs> forward to see what's going on. What is on. that? <laughs> this is traumatic. It,
0: it is. It is. Ah, oh. uh, Sarah's here as well. Awesome. Uh, it's about playing the game. You never know who might be watching. Correct, Sarah. You never know who might be. Watching. You do never know. This is correct. Um, so this is quite a large part of my uh, my my life now. Is uh, practicing. Oh, he's. Oh, he dropped out for a second there. <laughs> That was scary. <laughs> you're back again. um So this is a component of uh, of uh, who I am now. So I, I practice gratitude on a, on a daily basis. So um I want to, yeah, I want to ask you what you're, you're you're grateful for today, James, and anyone out uh, in uh, in comment land as well. You can you can uh, put your your what you're grateful for today in the comments. It could be absolutely anything. Something simple that you're grateful for today.
1: Look, um, yeah, I mean. I, I... I'll, I'll sort of keep it work based. I guess um, the, there's there's two guys that have sort of Joe and and Paul who are Paul's been with us from from basically the start of the company um, and Joe joined us um, when was it August last year, right in the midst of all the uh, the COVID malarkey and look joining and being in an events business um, during that sort of the last two years, which has been an absolute obviously nightmare and we've come out of it a bit now but it's yeah. been it's been tough now myself and my business partner crystal we've been around the block a few times we've never seen anything like like covid and things like that but we've, we've we're quite sanguine about facing challenges and and you know we all we all know there's ups and downs but you know two paul's relatively inexperienced in business and joe's a joe's a young lad 25 26 years old and you know, through all of this, they've you know they've had their ups and downs personally in terms of dealing with their personal lives and dealing with COVID and all this kind of lockdowns and all that side of things. Also dealing with being in a business, and we didn't furlough anyone. It was we're we're going to we're going to crack on with this. Um, But dealing in a business where it's in, it was incredibly tough to to win business in the last sort of. 18, not the last six, six months, but the 12 months preceding that incredibly yeah. tough to win business in our, in our game. Um, yeah. and we were asking them to promote the company and, and try and try and you know, just win the scraps that there were and talk to people that weren't very interested in it because everyone had shut down and it were really, really sort of almost soul destroying sales job. Um, but they both sort of stuck through it and stuck with us as a company and we're we're incredibly grateful to both of them for their their support and everything else and we're obviously coming out the back end and both of them have grown as as individuals and business people and they're seeing a bit of reward now coming out the back end so um i guess it'd be those two guys really um that i'd be very grateful for um and their support and everything else so
0: yeah Nice, nice, nice little shout out then. Uh, A nice little, yeah, nice little team hug, I think. Um, uh, We're on to uh, the question loop now. So this is uh, our guest on guest uh, questioning. Um, So my previous guest uh, from last week has got a question for you. Uh, If you could acquire any one new skill in business, but you have to drop all your current skills, what would it be?
1: Oh, that is a tough question. <laughs> I don't know if I have any skills to drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking all this, so there's no idea. Um, oh, it'd be a tough one. I would Oh, I don't know. That's that's so difficult. I mean my my skills would be Sales, what, what,
0: what, what do you think your biggest, one of your biggest? Okay, let's phrase it another way. What do you think one of your biggest weaknesses is? My
1: my weakness weak. as a as a, as an individual business person is I'm dreadful on admin and mm-hmm. sort of the account side of things. I it's not that I don't get it. I just bought I just doesn't. It's, it's like yeah, my, yeah,
0: I'm the same. Yeah, I, I'm exactly. The I same.
1: can't do it. I'm not very detailed when it comes to that side of things. So. In terms, yep. of, you know, I'd love to be probably a little bit more detailed about about that side of stuff, the admin side of the business, and I'd love to be a little bit more turned on by it. I um, know, <laughs> and I, uh, uh, you know, database, and, uh, the other guys, are more that than me, but that would I, I would love to be a little bit more probably technical. Technical, I would think, okay. software-wise. Um, look, you know, I'd love your skills, or I don't know if you know Dave Officer, someone like that. You know, yeah dave yeah so dave, those those
0: little segments that you just saw there dave did all the all the yeah I, I would love that <laughs> skill.
1: that's skill i would really love is is the the creative there's only so much you can do on canva <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd, I'd love the the skill and the, the to be able to do that um what i would drop I'd, i don't know maybe sales i would guess um okay. so you can maybe make that up with marketing but that that's what i'd love is, is the the creative skill to produce really unbelievable visual stuff whether that's vis- video or still images i think
0: yeah nice i i did a um i actually wrote an article on that a little while ago saying that it's your um kind of moving forward in 2022 and beyond it's is actually your creatives in your company that will end up saving it from from a um, yeah. creative standpoint yeah um, i mean you know, I, 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 I you
1: know i've got a creative mind but it's yeah translating that into actual visuals
0: yeah yeah there's always i always find that as well there's there's always a massive disconnect between i've got this thing in my head and this is the thing i want to get out on the page or on the on the you know on on the video and and it's always it's the it's the interesting thing that happens in between those two stages that I love in terms of you having to sort of cut corners or change stuff. And it's like you sometimes, sometimes you nail in sometimes it it happens and it's like, that's exactly what I saw in my head. And other times it's changed, but it's changed for the better because you have to compensate for, you know, time or resources or, um, and I find that really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So uh, we're all back onto our three word wonder segment. So let me just scroll up and take some of these. So I think we're going to go with, uh, Hogwarts, uh, equilibrium uh and turnip <laughs> Hogwarts equilibrium and turnip uh those are going to be our three words for today which which
1: that.
0: which James has to incorporate those three words into uh you guys as well can get involved <laughs> up there um uh, and yeah go for it uh, stick a post Sorry, up
1: equilibrium turnip and
0: Hogwarts. and Hog- hogwarts yeah i can already see it i can already see your brain ticking over and that there's a story in there somewhere
1: <laughs> it's gonna be randomness. this gonna be very random. beautiful anyway,
0: beautiful we'll be um ready uh you've been an absolute pleasure sir as always uh you guys out there in comment land have been awesome as well unfortunately this is the last live show of this year and so we're going out with a bit of a a bit of a bang but we will be back in january with more guests um stay safe don't eat too much turkey over christmas and uh, we'll see you in the new year see you later guys bye -bye. Merry
1: merry christmas